0: welcome to the daring designers club if you're listening you are now a member and listening along to the podcast you're going to hear all about running a successful sustainable design business which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy but also makes you a happy business owner We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at gattoweb on Instagram or gattoweb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks and more. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. So, I'm sure if you're listening, you may have seen the slight change. Um, You may not even notice if you don't keep up with your podcast schedules and stuff, but I have started putting the episodes out on a Wednesday just to make it a little bit easier for me to stay consistent and um, get it out to you every couple of weeks. Tuesday is my consistent working day which I tend to spend creating content so it gives me that day to finish any editing and stuff if I need to. Um, So yeah, get that very boring start of the episode out the way and jump straight in um, because I think today's topic is going to be a really interesting one to chat about and hopefully one that you're really interested in, um, in hearing me talk about. So You will have seen from the title, today I'm talking about creating connections with your content instead of marketing. So you might think, what's the difference between those things? And I guess technically there isn't one, but what I really find is helpful for your marketing, your content creation, trying to connect with your dream clients, is if you can try to reframe things in a way that really help you connect with the activity you're taking part in. So for example, if you say you're just like having a chat with a potential client instead of jumping on a sales call, those two things are exactly the same, but they can have very different meanings and create a very different response from you. And for me, I think this is exactly the same thing. If you can think of creating connections with dream clients instead of marketing as a big scary daunting sleazy overlord that stresses us out then hopefully that makes it feel a little bit more exciting enjoyable and something you can fit into your business really authentically as well as creatives we can often be a bit more sensitive or you know introverted it might not be the case at all but our comfort is in being creative. It's not necessarily in marketing or selling. And that can real, that can really be um, something that puts us off. You know, it can have a tinge of being sleazy or pushy or feeling like you have to act like someone that isn't yourself. Whereas creating connection is inviting people into your world to follow along with what you're doing, what you create, building interest in that, you know, really finding a connection with what you do. And it allows these people to then approach you when they're ready, when they feel like you're a good fit for them and they're in the right place and they're being authentic and you're being authentic whilst doing so as well. This is one of the areas that transformed my sales, my marketing, the clients I was working with when I decided to pivot a few years ago. I definitely started feeling like I needed to have this like really structured, strict marketing strategy, um, a sort of plan to follow, and actually where I really thrived and where I really connected with the people I actually wanted to work with was just by trying to create some authentic connections and being true to myself in a way that was also representing my business and showcasing the work that I could do in the best way possible. I think when you start to follow strategies, when you start to, you know, follow uh, a strict path or some generic marketing advice, you know, these kind of like how to guides or um, courses, those sorts of things you can lose a lot of yourself and you can start to turn into a bit of a robot and just follow the advice of others. You can just be like churning out content um, creating for the sake of it instead of because it's something that inspires you or something you enjoy doing. And you really will lose that connection side of things. You'll lose what makes you you. And really what we want is to work with other people. Even if you're heading up a studio or you're trying to work towards a bit more of an agency model, people really respond to other people and personality. And so if you're just following the steps of what other people do, or if you're just following a step by step plan and taking all of the personality and authenticity out of what you do and who you are, you're really losing the opportunity to connect with the right people and you'll end up working with people who are equally a little bit more robotic and lacking personality. That's maybe a little bit rude. So in one way, creating connection over a traditional marketing strategy is a lot harder. You know, there's no set technique, there's no set path that everyone can work towards. Which means that you really have to muddle through, you have to try different things out, um, you have to experiment and figure out what works for you as a person and what works for your business, which isn't always the answer we want to hear. I know from working with so many uh, coaching clients, often you just want the answer, you just want to know what's going to work for you. And actually, finding the methods that are more sustainable, um, create more connection, and are a bit more heartfelt is going to take. A little bit more trial and error, and finding what can represent you in the best way. So, in one way, that's a little bit tricky. But on the other hand, it can be so much easier because in your marketing and in your sales and in creating um, pathways for money in your business, you can be yourself. You can be a hundred percent yourself. You don't have to be acting as if you're someone else, you know, like the business version of yourself, you can just be you, which in turn just comes so much more naturally and I've found that actually since finding my voice and finding the way that I can connect with the right people, I find it a lot easier to create content and to put things forward and to show up and be visible in my business because I know I'm being the version of myself I am all the time it doesn't take me putting on a new face or creating a persona every time I want to post on Instagram or talk on Instagram stories or create video content you know all of those things come to me very naturally and here we can lead back to last you know the last episode about confidence you don't necessarily have to be this overly confident extroverted person to be able to show up and be visible. You can just show up as yourself and you can be confident because you are being who you are 100% and you don't have to feel like you have to speak in a different way, you know, use words that you don't naturally use. You can just be completely yourself but online and for your business and talking to potential clients. You can be yourself and you can sell at exactly the same time and this is something that I've found again with a lot of experimenting, a lot of trial and error, a lot of figuring out where the best places to be are for me, figuring out who I'm talking to, and it does take a bit of time, so that in itself makes it, I guess, on the harder side of things, but honestly, once you get to that place, it really is just a case of then showing up and setting yourself the time to do it, because the effort isn't in knowing what to talk about, or knowing what to create, or knowing how to speak In a way that's going to sell your services, it's just about creating the time to do so because the rest of it is inside you. The rest of it is there, ready to go. It's just a case of you then, yeah, putting the effort in, putting the time towards it, which I think is also a challenge in itself, (laughs) maybe I could do a separate episode on creating time but you know once you have the foundations there it makes it then a lot easier for you to then go and sell and get dream clients and run your business in the way that you want to. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is something called your authentic voice this is something that I talk about a lot in my program, The Intentional Design Business, um, also in the membership, and also I have um, an upcoming program about content creation, which this will be absolutely crucial in. But your authentic voice is basically the perfect blend of you and your personality, who you are, how you speak, And then the personality, the voice that is going to sell your services and um, show you as a professional and an expert, um, it's kind of the perfect balancing point. You know, you don't want to go full you know, the apprentice mode and start talking about how you're a, a lion in the boardroom. Um, but you also don't want to be, you know, just chatting as if you would in like a group chat with the girls setting up a, a night out, you know, it's really somewhere in the middle. It's a way that you can be talking in a way that sells your business and showcases your expertise talks about how how amazing you are, you know, showcases you as a designer whilst also showcasing your personality and being really natural and feeling like it's not putting on a show, it's just, you know, how you speak but it's your business voice. So I guess this is also known as your tone of voice or, you know, your business persona but what I would really love to push here and make really clear is that it doesn't have to be completely different to you. It doesn't have to be a persona that isn't you as a person. It's maybe just about coming up with the the phrases, the talking points, the ways that you can really express the transformations that you offer your clients, but whilst being completely true to yourself. So finding your authentic voice is not an overnight process, it's definitely something that takes a little bit of work, again takes a little bit bit of trial and error and practice and it's something that you can evolve and I guess settle into over time. You don't necessarily want to be building it up as this huge thing that um, is new and scary and strange and then learning it it's more about discovering the ways that you can bring yourself into your business and also bring your business into you as well. You know, we often see them as two completely different entities. We see our personality outside of work and then our personality in work. What I'm saying is they don't have to be two different areas. You can definitely bring some fun, some personality, um, some excitement and you know, using this word a million times, but authenticity into your business, just as much as you can talk about how amazing you are as a designer and your expertise and your qualifications in your day-to-day life as well. One real tip that I have for finding your authentic voice is honestly just to create and to keep creating, keep writing. Um, I always offer writing as a sort of like idea for coming up with this in all of the programs that I offer. And often it comes back with a lot of groans and disappointed noises um, because, you know, a lot of the time as designers, writing isn't necessarily one of our huge skills or um, talents. But it really doesn't have to be, you know, you could be a great writer, you could be cutting yourself off from creating the content that really connects because you think you're not going to be good at writing. You know, I personally wouldn't call myself a great writer, but I know that when I start to write, when I start to speak, when I start to talk about my business the side of me that loves my business and the side of me that can really showcase what it is that I offer my dream clients comes out and I can write about that forever. You know, I've been writing about it now for, I guess, properly, maybe like four or five years, but really it, you know, it came as soon as I knew where I wanted to be and who I wanted to work with. So I would really recommend trying to write, you know, try to Create a long-form piece of content. If you don't feel comfortable creating long-form content, maybe just start with um, an Instagram caption or a couple of paragraphs. But the more that you write and the more that you experiment, the more that you will find what feels really comfortable, what words, what phrases um, really make you stand out and feel really true to you and your business. So the next thing to think about is who are you trying to connect with? Who are you attracting with your marketing and your content? you know, this is most likely going to be your dream clients. And hopefully we know who they are, we know them inside out. That's kind of how this works is by knowing who our dream clients are. Um, I have so many episodes and pieces of content on finding your dream clients if you're not entirely sure at the moment. But this really is a crucial part of any type of business work, it's just knowing who it is you're trying to appeal to. And you know, who you're trying to attract to your content like a magnet. Um, and that really is a great starting point as well. So first of all, thinking about where are they? where What type of content are they going to read? Where are they spending their time online? Where are they going to connect over just um, seeing a, a logo and clicking like or you know, or saving it to a board, where where are they going to be able to find you where they can really connect with what it is you offer and then, you know, buy into that. Where can they then follow you, follow your journey, buy into your sort of like nurturing sequence if we're going to get into the business chat. You really want to be developing connections and relationships with with these people, with your audience, so they can grow their idea of what you do. they can learn about everything you do. I find it quite rare on my side of things. it might be different with um, with other people, but because working with me is quite a big investment, I find that people do tend to follow along with my work, say on Instagram or on Pinterest for a while before they then get in touch or, you know, they'll join my mailing list. So where are these people going to be? What type of content is going to attract them? You know, what platforms, um, what is going to make them follow you? So that's something to really keep in mind. Um, for my side of things, it's always been Instagram and Pinterest are the main areas. Um, I'm also now developing the sort of video content side of things, which you know also sits on Instagram, but can work a lot of different areas. Um, and then, like I said, my mailing list as well is a really good area. But for you, it might be completely different. I've worked with a client recently who's really thriving over on LinkedIn, um, which is also a great platform now for creatives. So again, like figure out where it is that, you know, is going to work for you, and where your dream clients are going to be. So the next piece of the puzzle to think about is: okay, so what content are you going to share? You know, what are you going to talk about? Um, what pieces of content are the ones that are going to connect? What marketing efforts are going to make your dream clients work with you? One thing that I think a lot of designers really overlook is really focusing on the deliverables or you know the the design side of things which don't get me wrong is absolutely important you know it's so important to share your work and the amazing things that you can do but they then decline to sort of share the results the transformations that they have for their clients as designers, you know we can talk about how important design is until we go blue in the face. But then in our content, we're just sharing a logo and saying, "Oh, here's this, here's this project with this person." Well, what transformations did they get? You know, what can you get out of working on? their branding with you or creating a new website with you as their designer what can you do that other people can't do you know think about these things think about what you can share in your content that's going to help people connect with you to the point where they want to work with you you know it's not just going to be oh this is really pretty pattern that I designed it's going to be this is how I can help you transform your business and your life you know it's going to be those results. And then I think the other side of the coin, so it's about creating that connection, the other side is that thinking about with the people that you have created the connection with, you know, once you've got that connection there, what happens then? You know, a lot of people can then, if you're getting the, the connection there, if you're creating the audience, it then stops there. People don't know how to work with you, they don't know how to then... um create a project or start their projects they don't then know how to make the transformation happen so once you have the connection once you've built and nurtured that connection and authenticity with your potential clients it's then about creating opportunities you know sharing how you work with people how you can get in touch with people and how you then work through your process so making sure that there is a loop back to the offers that you have, because you know we're still selling, we're still a business, we're still trying to make money and get clients in. It's not just about um, building an audience and creating connection, it's then about closing down on a sale. And yeah, that sounds really cold and <laughs> moving away from that sort of like connection, authentic side of things, But once you've got the connection, once you've grown that side of things, the selling becomes really easy because you don't just have to be cold selling. You're not marketing to a room of people who don't know who you are. You've built that connection. People are following you because they love your work or they love your journey. You've already got that side of things there the selling bit is just to close that loop and make sure people know, okay, I'm ready to go. Where do I go? Where do I buy from you? What can I get? So it's just about throwing in those pieces of content. You know, this is how you work with me. These are the services that I offer. This is how you get in touch and, you know, sprinkling a bit of that in as well. So the last point I really, really want to cover, and I think I've kind of mentioned this a couple of times already, but you really have to experiment. You really have to put yourself out there, be visible, be open to new opportunities, be open to new platforms try new things you know there's been such a huge um, shift over to video in the past year or so and it would be a huge opportunity missed if you felt you couldn't create video or you felt you didn't want to show up that way it could be that that doesn't work for you it could be that the new platform the new form of content isn't what creates connections with you and that's fine but the only way you can find out is by trying so create that TikTok, try the new platform, write something a bit different, pull up a new topic, you know, experiment, try to lean into your authentic voice and grow that and develop it with your business. Make sure you're talking to your dream clients and speaking about your business in the best way. As long as you are staying true to yourself, staying true to your voice, talking to the people you want to work with and being really true to your business, you can find a way to make different platforms, different types of content work. But the only way you will know is if you try and if you experiment. And some things might flop, they might not work, but you might catch on to something amazing in the process. You might find that a new platform is actually where thousands of your dream clients were hiding this whole time. And if not, that's absolutely fine. We can go back to the things that worked before. But we develop and we scale our business and we get to our big goals by experimenting and by evolving with time and evolving with different marketing methods. So I really hope this episode has helped you with thinking about your marketing and thinking about connecting with your dream clients in the best way. If you want to follow along more, with me, I am at the Daring Designers Club on Instagram, or you can find my design work at Gata Web. I have a really exciting offering coming for designers soon, um, if you have joined my mailing list, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But basically, the membership is reopening, but with some great new features, and as a platform that's really going to help designers grow and reach their goals and grow the soulful strategic business that you really want. So um, keep an eye out for that if you're on my mailing list and I can't wait to speak to you next time. Thanks so much for joining me.